This is episode 35 on the Millennial Life School podcast on Q&A with students in Brazil. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Millennial Life School podcast, where it's all about inspiring and encouraging 20 to 30-something-year-olds as we figure life out together. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode on the Millennial Life School podcast. And man, so this episode, this Tuesday episode, it's a little bit different in that I'm not actually interviewing someone but I'm the one who's basically getting interviewed. Um, so this past week, I had the opportunity to talk to a group of students in Brazil, which was really amazing, and I'm so thankful for this opportunity. But after I got to share with the students a little bit about my journey, my entrepreneurial story, and how I became a life coach and all that stuff, we had some time for Q&A. And so this podcast episode is an audio from the Q&A from that session with the students. In this episode, I talk about things like how do I have the energy and the ambition to keep on going and keep doing what I'm doing and how do I lead people. Uh, Also, the students ask me questions about whether I feel fulfilled right now with where I'm at and also... Um, a student asked me about, you know, how do I decide on what it is that I want to do? And we talk about things like, okay, as millennials, we're known as a generation where we're always changing our mind. We talk about that, like, okay, um, how do, how do I, how do I know what is the right thing? How do I know if I'm on the right path? And I give very practical answers in terms of how you can find the sweet spot in terms of a career where you're able to, where you know that you're doing something that you love and you feel fulfilled by and something that you're good at. And we talk about things like depression and my thoughts on depression and loneliness. And um, and also we talk a little bit about K-pop too. It's really cool. There was a K-pop fan in um, amongst the students in Brazil. So yeah, so this episode is an interesting one where I'm the the guest or the the person being interviewed so you would get to hear a little bit more about me and my story and my thoughts in this episode so let's just get right in this is millennial uh, life school podcast with Sharon Kiron Han what help you to keep doing what you are doing and how you lead with people because it's very difficult to lead with different people so what help you to to uh, keep doing this to work with different people to lead oh okay oh okay to lead various different people to work with different people um what keeps me going yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think what really keeps me going, because, you know, you got to, one thing that you got to understand is that following your dream is not easy. You know, if you want to achieve more in life, you have to be more in life. And it can oftentimes be very difficult. 
And especially if you're going the route of entrepreneurship and things like that, because you're paving a new path that you've never walked on before, it's very difficult. And there's a lot of times where I found myself getting discouraged as well. And there's a lot of ups and downs, like a roller coaster, right? Um, but I think what keeps me going ultimately is hope and, and knowing and having the confidence that I will get there if I keep on going. And I think having that hope is for, for the first, um, first of all, is very, very important and recognizing that, okay, hey, God has a good plan and purpose over my life. And once I started to really believe that and step into that, then it's like, okay, right now it may look like things are going down, but I know that I'm also going to go up and eventually I will get there. Um, and another thing that I want to share is that um, it's not about getting there. I think oftentimes we get so consumed of like, I want to get there. When I when I make my first million dollars or when I first whatever, right? When I first whatever goal you have, you get so focused on that and you think that that's when you'll be happy. When in reality, it's the whole process. You have to enjoy the process. You have to enjoy the process of grinding. And like, for example, right now, like there's things where, um, so for example, when I was struggling and I was doing e-commerce and it was hard, I, I invested money into marketing and I got no sales out of it. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is so discouraging. And then when I realized, oh, I don't know if I want to sell dog clothes for the rest of my life. I remember thinking like, wow, like I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I quit my job in Los Angeles. And now I'm doing this full time, but I still feel really completely lost and confused. But I remember at that time, looking up and there was, um, I remember sitting outside in Bali, this beautiful sunset. And I remember seeing like a kite up in the sky. And it, it was really far up in the sky. And it was really tiny. But I remember looking up at that and, be, and feeling like, wow, that feels like my dream. It feels so distant. It feels so far away. But at that time, I, I recognized that. But then there will be a time when I look back in this moment where I'm at right now and think about, wow, look how far I've come. Right. And I feel like that. I look back at that time when I had no idea. But now I look back, even just like a year later, I'm thinking, wow, look how far I've come. So whatever time and difficulties you're in, you have to think about this is just a process and I will get out of it. So hope. And then in terms of working with various different people, um, yeah, it can be very difficult, but I think it all has to, it depends on your strength too. For me, I think the area that I'm gifted in is communication and also um, being very being able to understand other people and being able to listen well. And I think listening well is key to working with various people um, and being able to lead a group of people because ultimately when you're a leader, it's not that you're, you get to boss people around, but when you're a leader, you're the one who is serving all the people who work for you. You're the one who is supporting the people. And so as a life coach, it's not that like um, I'm trying to tell show people that I'm like so great that they need to be like me. As a life coach, it's like this is where I'm at. This is how far I've come. And now I want you to think of my ceiling as your floor and to step on 
everything that I've learned and go even farther. Yeah, very good. É, Yasmin, Yasmin, se apresente e faça a pergunta. Hi, um, my name is Yasmin. And when you talked about your life and you couldn't decide what you wanted to do uh, to college, to business, or what you wanted to study and want to work with, I think I saw myself in this position because I... As I said, we have to choose at the age of 17 years old what, what we want to do when we're going to work. So I see myself as this way because I have no idea how to choose the thing that I want to do for the rest of my life. And I just have like two years to decide this. And I was asking myself how to... She was like, no, I want to study business and things like this. How could you choose the first place, even though it's not what you want to really do? How could you know that business is what you want to study? Yeah, um, I did it. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know. Um, I chose it because I, I, I realized that it was the most broad thing. And one thing is, you know, when you're when you're young you're not going to possibly know exactly what you're going to do for the rest of your life. Um, you just cannot know. Um, but you just have to make the best decision from what you know about yourself. Um, so something when I'm working with my clients, um, something that I walk them through is this thing called three P's. If you want to find that sweet spot where you're doing a job that you love, that you're good at, and you feel fulfilled by, you have to align these three P's. So the first P is your passions. So it, to in order to think about what you're passionate about, these are the things that you love to do. The, you have to ask yourself, okay, what gives me joy when I do this? What makes me come alive, right? Things like, oh, this is something that I, I love doing, passion. And then second is your power. Like, what is your superpower, you know? What is your strength? What is your gift? You know, the things that people would say, wow, like, you know, like, you're really good at this. Or things that you recognize about yourself where, you know, I think I'm really unique that I'm really, I find this to come easier for me than other people. And this kind of power can seem something like, for example, positivity. You know, this can be your strength too. For me, that's one of my power, <laughs> my positivity. And as a life coach, that's like me using that with my positivity. People are drawn to me because of my positivity. So it can be positivity or it can be things like maybe you're really good at, you're really detail-oriented and that gives you a lot of joy too. So that's your gifting, your power, right? So passion, power, and the last part is purpose. So purpose goes a little bit farther and deeper than just your goals. Purpose has to be something that really comes from within you in terms of why you live. Why do you exist? You know, oh, um, for example, um, you know, when com companies have this thing called personal mission statement and their personal mission statement and it says, oh, this is you know, we exist to so-and-so and so. That's their personal mission statement. And purpose is kind of like that, but for your life. 
it's kind of like I exist to fill in the blank, right? And to think about purpose at such a young age, you know, it can be difficult and this kind of stuff can change, but you have to think about, okay, not instead of just thinking about job, career, think about who you are and who you want to be remembered for when you die. So later, at the end of your life, what would make you feel so happy and fulfilled and satisfied if you can say, if people can remember you a certain way? That's your purpose. So for me, when I was thinking about this um, beginning my journey, I told myself, you know what? I'd be really happy if at the end of my life, I can say that because I lived another day, someone was happier. Because I existed, that someone had a little bit more joy in their life. So that's my purpose, one of my purpose, right? So when you align your purpose, your passions, what you love, and what you're good at, your power, that's when you're able to have that sweet spot. So at your age, I want to, when you're thinking about what it is that you want to do, think about those three Ps and see what what goes into that sweet spot, what might be the best fit. And then from that, don't put the pressure that you have to figure out life altogether. Think of, figure that out and take the first step in the right direction from everything that you have. And then from that, if you realize that, oh, crap, like me, yeah, I, I don't think I'm on the right path when I realized my first job and I was like, I don't think this is what I want to do. I took that as an opportunity to learn what it is about it that I don't like and how to pivot from there. So everything is a learning experience. And if you go down the wrong path, don't think that it's a waste of time. Think that, oh, if whether wherever whatever path you choose, you for sure would have learned something new and you would come up of that path, gain, gaining a new knowledge about who you are and what you like to do. Okay, I have just one more mm-hmm. question. Because I was thinking about college, and I really wanted to uh, go to a university in Boston. I was searching for this. And I was asking myself how to go to there in the best way without pressuring someone myself. Because I'm a person that is like, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to be great at this. My mind says this to me, and I don't want so much pressure in me when I want to go to the university and to the college. I want to go to the university in the United States, but I don't know how exactly to go to this place and without putting myself so much in pressure. Okay, one thing that I want to say is first, um, change your words. Instead of saying, I need to do this, say, I get to do this. So then you're not saying, you're not putting that pressure on yourself or like, oh, like I need to do this and it, it overwhelms you. But every time you're like, wow, I get to research things about how to get into college and and. America. Well, I get to study this. Well, I get to learn this, right? Well, that's one thing that you don't need to do anything. You get to do things. And then in terms of, um, you know, pressure, whether, you know, like going into college in America and things like that, um, 
enjoy enjoy the the hustle of just putting in the work but don't think of it as in like you have you will be happy if you get to a certain place but enjoy the whole process of learning and growing and just going for your dreams because you get to go for your dreams you get to dream about going to college in boston and put in the work to it and in this time just give it your 100% and put in the best that you can and the rest leave it up to uh, you know just leave it up to wherever you're going to be and just trust the path and whatever it is um if you are consistent in the right direction then you will get to your destination one way or another the matter the important thing is not giving up and another thing is just learning as you go and so if you want to come to um college here in america you have to realize that there's probably a lot of people who made that happen so it is possible and why not you right it's completely possible and so one thing is why don't maybe if you have someone who did that maybe from brazil and someone who came to america to study reaching out to that person as a mentor as well and asking this person how did you make it happen what do i need to study and how do i you know follow in your footsteps and this person will probably be able to very well mentor you and help you and be like hey this is the things that i studied these are great things so it's reaching out to people who's already done what you want to do and asking for mentorship and guidance would be also a really great thing. Okay, thank you. Presente. Hi, I'm Nivia and I would like to ask two questions actually. If your if you feel you like you like working with your with what mm -hmm. you work with, but do you feel fulfilled with it with just it or do you want even more and the other questions uh you know what people say about millennials mm -hmm. right we're always changing ideas and what we want with life and i think i have a little bit of that even when i get to something and i'm sure i chose this I start to get a little afraid that this is not really what I want. I have a tough time like getting to differentiate whether I'm afraid or I'm unhappy and I'm just on the I'm really close to starting university. I'm not even starting my major yet. And I'm already afraid that this is not what I should be doing. And mm -hmm. I'll even take the nationalism again. And I don't know if I want other major. I'm but I also don't know if I would be unhappy when I start taking classes and so so to resume if no one do you feel fulfilled even if it's something that you like working to, with and two if it would happen for you to change plans how would you do it without 
feeling like you're giving up. Okay. Um, my two questions. Yeah, awesome. Um, so one, um, as I mentioned, I do feel really fulfilled in doing what I'm doing. But at the same time, I know this is just my beginning. Like, I know that there's so much more ahead of me. And so I feel fulfilled in the work that I do. But I know that there's so much more ahead of me. And that, you know, this is, there's so much more that I want to achieve. There's so many goals and things that I want to do. And I, I feel like I'm just at like the 2% of it. And there's a 98% ahead of me. But it's the fact, it's not that I am fulfilled in terms of like, oh, I have 100%. But it's the fact that I am very satisfied in my 2% right now, you know? So oh, that's, I guess, my answer for question number one. And I think that comes from me knowing that I'm in the right direction. Like I'm headed in the right direction. I, I may right now where I'm at, I feel like I took the only first step forward. But first step forward and now... It's like I'm looking at the rest and I have a vision for where I want to be. And I'm excited as I keep going in that journey. And then the second question, I think you said, so as millennials and young generation, we're known to be people who um, can't commit. Uh, You know, millennials, we quit our job after like first one year or two years and we're always jumping around from one thing to another. (laughs) Um, I think we, we are the most, I mean, this can be biased because I'm a millennial, but I, <laughs> but I think we are the most passionate generation and we are, we are a no BS generation. As in, like, you know, older generation, their mindset is different where they commit to something and for them, they're about surviving and building a family stability. For us, we have so much information at the tip of our, our finger, right? We have so many information and there's so many things and we know the power that we have to make a difference in this world. And the sad truth about a lot of companies, and I think the reason why a lot of millennials feel unfulfilled at a job is because if they're in a more traditional or older type of um, structured company, a lot of it, you can feel like a cog in the system where you don't feel fulfilled because you're not making the difference in the world that you want to be making. So I think for as millennials, we are in this journey of trying to figure out how we can best utilize who we are to make the biggest, the greatest difference in, in this world in a way that we want to. So I think the, you know, uh, the... I guess, characteristic of us moving around a lot is us just trying to figure that out. And I want to say, like, don't judge yourself for changing. You know, oh, never apologize for changing your mind because you can start off one way and we are allowed to change our mind. Like, for example, I'm doing life coaching. I love it. I'm, I can maybe a year from now be like, oh, just kidding. Actually, I changed my mind. I don't think this is for me, you know? Um, so we are allowed to change our mind because we are constantly changing as a person. If you are not changing, that means you're dead, right? Dead things don't change. But if you're alive, you're constantly changing and constantly growing and constantly having new information. 
So you're allowed to change. So change with that, but just learn from everything that you've learned and use everything as a learning experience. And especially, I think, in your, 20, in your early 20s, when you're younger, you should be experimenting and just explore. And then as you, as you explore, you'll get to learn more about yourself and realize, wow, I tried all these things and I think I'm actually most interested in this. So don't be afraid to experiment. Don't be afraid to change your mind because we're allowed to change our minds. João Damasceno wants to know your opinion about the, the minute, let me read, about overwork, depression, anxiety, stress. What do you think about these things? Depressed, depression, stress, and anxiety? Yeah, over, over, overwork, depression. Mm, okay, yeah. Um, so, you know, Gen Z and millennials, like our generation, we research shows that we are the loneliest and most anxious generation. And I think part of this has to, um, has to do with social media and technology and things like that, because, you know, now everything's online and we're constantly comparing ourselves. You know, if you did, if you live without technology, maybe the, the only people we're comparing ourselves with are the, you know, the, 200, 300 people in your own school or in your own class or something like that, right? But now we're comparing ourselves with the whole world. And there's always someone in this world who is more successful, more good-looking or prettier, and someone who is much more XYZ, whatever that you want to be. And I think a lot of us, because we're comparing ourselves, we can feel bad about who we are. But I think this really, um, we have to think about um, your, you have to manage your mindset and your thought life. Um, so depression, anxiety, and all these stuff, I think these are real issues that a lot of people, a lot of us go through. And a lot of us have to live through different emotions like this as we go through life. But whenever those things happen um, and we feel those emotions, I think it's important to identify what thought has caused that because all those emotion, it all comes from a thought. So wh whatever thought you put into your head and whatever you focus on, you're going to feel more of. So maybe you feel really sad and maybe that comes from the thought that I, I'm not good enough. So that word, I'm not good enough. I'm not blank enough. That's a thought. Right. But when you identify that thought and you realize, okay, where is this thought coming from? And asking yourself, okay, I'm not good enough. Is this really true? Or is this just a thought? Because oftentimes it could just be a thought, right? Yeah, a thought that makes you feel sad. So when you identify the thought, you're, you can, and you change that thought, you can better, you know, move towards more positive mindset and and your emotions will follow that thought where you're, you're saying, instead of saying, I'm not good enough. You're, if you replace that with, I'm in my, I'm in my journey. I'm just learning, right? I'm in the process of growing. Right. And then when you put it in that way and you focus on that thought where you're just growing, then 
you can much more feel positive in your life. Thanks, thanks. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Very good. What good do you think it comes from people living outside mm -hmm. its bubble, outside, I mean, a Brazilian yeah. living in America or a Korean living mm -hmm. in I mean, outside, what do you think yeah. are the strengths that come with it? Yeah, so um, living, growing up here as a Korean American, so I actually um, have to go through a bit of a identity crisis, right? Because growing up here, it's like, am I American or am I Korean? And when I'm here in America, I always felt much more Korean, right? Because I'm like, oh, well, I'm Korean, right? But then when I go to Korea, I feel so American, where everyone's like, oh, you're not from here, you know? They would see me, and they would just know that I'm not from Korea, because I dress differently and things like that. So when I'm in Korea, I feel so American, while when I'm here in America, I feel so Korean. But I think I really found my strength that I am a Korean-American. I'm not just American. I'm not just Korean, but I'm Korean-American. And being a Korean-American has its own um, identity as well. And I think what's great is that I get to be that bridge between America and Korea. So... Being a Korean-American and as a person who can speak both English and Korean, it's such a, a wonderful strength of mine because now I can relate to Koreans in a way where other people can't. I can relate to Americans in a way that other people can. And now I get to be that bridge. If I was just, just American, I feel like there wouldn't be anything that's so unique about me. But because I'm Korean-American, this is what's unique about me and this is what other people are going to relate to other people in korea are going to relate to my koreanness other people other korean americans are going to relate to me as well and so it's that wonderful bridge and i get to take american insights and also share that with people in korea so for you guys like i being in brazil if you guys you know were to come to america like being a brazilian like Your, the culture that you bring, the perspective that you bring, and, you know, the the way that you grew up, that's like, that's something that is unique about you, and that being unique is your strength. Yeah, I, I have to say that Nivea, this girl, is a K-pop fan. Awesome. Wait, <laughs> what? <loves> K-pop. <laughs> no, that's so awesome. I think K-pop is, is awesome. Who do you like? Who are you a fan of? Um, actually, right now, I'm listening to a lot of your generation because I feel old these days and listening, her, listening to your generation again makes me feel nostalgic. I... But I like a lot of... I prefer the old ones, but... I like a lot of. I'm listening to a lot of Itzy. Too. Uh -huh. I like girl groups. Awesome. But that's so awesome. Wow, you're you're an OG, like girls' generation. <laughs> that's like the OG, right? Like yeah. Back. <laughs> girls' generation, super junior. Um, and what is that? Uh, uh, that's the Korean name. Um, TVXQ. 
BBX here. That's the English. Welcome. <laughs> oh no, that's so awesome. I love I love listening to like the older, um, early two thousands K-pop because I think they're the OG. Oh, and Big Bang. And Big Bang. Oh. <laughs> and about the the new ones, do you listen any? Um. Yeah, I love BTS. I'm so proud of them. I think it's so amazing, like the global impact that they have. I love them and so proud of them. But yeah, I, yeah. But right now, I'm I don't listen to so much of like the new new groups because there's so many. But I like like you. I like the nostalgic, the older, the OG groups. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed this one, the audio clip from my Q&A session with students in Brazil. And if you haven't already, I would love to connect with you on Instagram. You can follow me at Sharon Kulon Han. And let me know what your thoughts are on, on this episode. I would love to hear about what you thought of it, what you got out of it. And share it with your friends on social media. And if you have some time, if you have some... If you have five minutes, if, if you can write a review for this podcast on Apple Podcasts, I would greatly appreciate that as well. So thank you all so much for listening. I hope you guys have a wonderful week and see you guys in the Friday episode.